Welcome to the Boss Mindset Podcast, where we get real and honest about life and business. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and I'm on a mission to empower ambitious professionals like yourself to unlock your full potential and create a life you love. If you're ready, let's get started. I have a special guest for you today. We have Misha and she was with Misha Artistry. I'm super excited to have her on here today because she'll be sharing her story and how she went through the program and how she transformed to the boss that she is today. Okay, welcome Misha. Hi Jenny. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and, you know, how the background in your bridal industry and share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I've been doing makeup for pretty much almost a decade now, which is crazy to think about. My brides always ask me, like, so how did you even get into the industry? And I always tell them it was very, very random. It was around 2010 when I started to think about, you know, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? That was when I was graduating high school. And I grew up an artist. I knew that I would be an artist growing up because art was like my main passion in life. I knew I was a creative. You know, I didn't see myself working a nine to five for somebody else. I just knew that it wasn't my path, even though, you know, as South Asians, that's kind of like something that's expected of you to do, you know, be a doctor or a lawyer or have a nine to five job. But I just knew that it wasn't for me. And YouTube was a big thing around that time. And so I would watch YouTube videos and tutorial makeup tutorials. I followed makeup artists and they would talk about their experience in the industry. And for some reason, that just really, really inspired me. And I was like, you know what? I don't know anything about this. I didn't even know how to do my own hair and makeup, but I saw the vision before actually doing it. I was like, mm reason I see myself doing this. So I just started and it always stuck. I just focused on building up my clientele, focus on the artistry part of it because I started from the ground up, mm -hmm. not knowing anything. So I spent years just doing that, focusing on the artistry aspect of it until I got to a place where I was content in my artistry. And then I realized, wait, I don't know anything about business. Mm -hmm. I'm not really making much. I'm not making any money. So then I was like, okay, here's a whole new thing that I now have to focus on. So in 2019, I got serious about my business. I created my LLC. I got some contracts made. I started getting into bridal and I never really thought about doing hair. I was never really interested in that. But doing bridal, I realized it kind of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm as important as makeup because it creates this whole cohesive look mm -hmm. not only that but it's more convenient for the client because they would rather hire one artist rather than hire you know two different artists for the same job so i was like okay i think it's going to be more beneficial for me if i also pick up hairstyling so i picked up hairstyling the same year so 2019 i was gaining that momentum i was excited I was starting this new thing my bridal business and then got hit with a pandemic mm-hmm so that put a pause on things and, you know, it really like bummed me out. It bummed a lot of us out. <laughs> yeah. A lot of obviously went through that and I took like months off of work, you know, at four to six months because like as makeup artists, we're in such close proximity to our clients that it's like it just didn't make sense to work 
So then the following years was kind of like making up for lost time, making up for our losses. And I was feeling so stuck for a while because I just felt like it wasn't enough. I wasn't able to make enough money. I felt like gaps in what I was trying to do on my own. You know, like I tried to do everything on my own before. Mm -hmm. I created my own website by myself, but it was like a dead website, you know, anything going on. It wasn't helpful to anybody. It wasn't helpful for me. And how long did it take you to make that website? A long time. Yeah. <laughs> it was like two pages. But yeah. Long time to figure it out. And yet it still was like blank. But yeah, I was talking to another makeup artist and she was just saying, yeah, I'm creating my pages and she's still stuck on one page. And I'm like, you know, you're going to take about a good three to four or six months. Yeah. I realize you just waste, you're going to waste. But you know what? You just have to try it. And then you realize, you know, I get it. We got to learn our lessons. But yeah. here is your lesson on that. So that way you can help others. Yeah. I mean, that was a thing for me. Because like I told you in the beginning of doing all of this, I was so stuck on, I think it comes from like a little bit of ego. Like I have to do everything on my own. Like I have to figure it out. I have to be self-made, you know. I think especially when you know that you're a new makeup artist, you kind of get stuck in that like self-taught mindset. And I took pride in like doing everything by myself. You know, and that's nice for a while until you realize I'm in the same place I was. I'm not really moving forward. And it's so overwhelming to, I mean, it's so much. Like, people don't realize being a business owner is a lot. It's a lot. It's not oh, just that goes into it. Yeah. Speaking about that self taught, yeah. for some reason, why do we feel like it gives us a, you know, have you noticed? Like, I think we had talked about this and you said that it kind of rang the bell with you when I said, Hey guys, when you write self-taught in your bio, somehow in our head, we think it's a badge of honor or we get a badge of certificate of self-made. But what did that make you realize? Like, yeah. Yeah, that did really hit me in that moment. And I, I went back to my old mentality and I was like, you're right. We really did think that way. And it took me a long time to get to a place where I was like, you know what? It's okay to ask for help because we can't just wear so many hats and like do it all on our own we could but it's gonna take us so much longer to get to where we want to be when we have to take the hard route you know yeah i feel like we almost want to take the hard route on purpose just to say like you know oh i did all of this on my own and i went through this this and this but it doesn't have to be that way it's okay to ask for help yeah and you're right it has to go with our like uh root of subconscious like how we were brought up you know like we have to work hard and we have to, like we feel like we have to work hard and that's why sometimes we make things overcomplicated when things are easy just because we're so used to having a hard way of completing a task or hard, you know whatever and so we bring that over to our business yeah it's actually kind of deep <laughs> it's very deep <laughs> it goes back to d because it was so used to grinding and then we just bring that over to our business. In reality, it should not be that hard. I mean, everything in our business is skill set to master everything on marketing and business, like branding and like how we talk to people. Like these are the, the different skills. And as makeup artists, we just think like makeup and hair is a skill. Yeah, that's a skill. But then you come over to the business world. There's like skill upon skills upon a skill. Like there's every little skill that adds up to it. And so we, we don't realize that's important to invest into because it to create a you know a cohesive business that yeah sustainable and and lasts a long time. So I had to make that, but I want to work smarter, not harder. Yes, yeah. I, I 
doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, I'm so happy you said yeah, work smart. And I think I kept on actually put that in my messaging. I was like, you know, work smarter, not harder. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I shouldn't be taking 30 minutes on doing eyeshadow. That too, didn't you know? Go back to eye. <laughs> we like work on or every aspect. We can work smarter, not harder. I'm like, yeah, why do we do this? And it goes back to our subconscious way of like how we're brought up and it's every, also, all of it. Like, yeah, I think it's also just like how our society is built. And it makes us think that we have to work harder. And we almost feel guilty if we're trying to work smarter mm. and not work so hard. It makes us feel guilty for some reason. It does. I agree. And we're taking a shortcut, you know, but no, it's not a shortcut because it takes a sense of humility to ask for help. And I think that's what it is. Absolutely. It really does. You know, it wasn't easy for me in the beginning, but the more that I did little by little, I realized I'm getting further this way than I would have on my own. And it's not taking the easy route. It's being smart about it. Yes. And speaking about that, can you tell me where you were at before? We understand that you started, you established your business. And where were you? Like, what kind of problems were you having? Okay, we know that the problems were like, you know, like maybe the business and money. But what exactly you felt like you were stuck at that you realized you were needing help at that moment? I think the biggest thing was I was asking myself, how do I attract a high-end clientele. And I think a lot of makeup artists, especially in the beginning, have this issue where everybody's asking for discounts. Nobody really is paying your value. And it's really discouraging. It's really disheartening because you know how much you're putting into your business, but you're asking yourself, why is this artist able to attract high-end clientele and I'm not, you know? Mm -hmm. Actually, I think I didn't even realize the gaps that I had in my business or my marketing, but you helped me point out those gaps. And that's why it's so important to have somebody else come in as a coach or a mentor that has that vision like you do and point out those gaps that we're not going to see. Mm. We ask ourselves like, oh, why is nobody paying me what I'm worth? Why am I not meeting my financial goals? That's why having a coach helps you bridge that gap. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's true. We were so deep in our mass or deep and we don't see those missing links. And so when you have someone who is already there, been through your shoes and have a perspective that's an advanced perspective, yeah. they can come in and like tell you where you're missing gaps and how we can improve it. And those little tiny details, don't you believe it makes a huge difference? Like huge, huge difference. Massive yeah. difference. Yeah, so that was your problem right there that you mentioned. You were saying that you like had a you trying to figure out how to get clients and brides not being able to charge. I mean, not ask for discounts on be able to charge more. So where exactly? So you were stuck about like four fifty, right? To be exact, about four fifty, and you try to go up on the pricing. Like people charging four fifty, probably thinking like, man, that's amazing. I would rather stay there. That's amazing. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I think some, a lot of people be like, if I could charge 450, I'd be happy with that. And I will stay there. And I want to talk about that, if you don't mind, you know, because yeah. I think it just depends on where you're at in your business. I mean, there was a time that I thought 450 was amazing, you know, from when I charge. I mean, when I first started bridal, my very first brides, I was only charging $85, you know, which I was, I was lower than you. <laughs> I was 50. Yeah. yeah, it's lower than like, you know, non. And I think as a starting makeup artist, we also don't think about our numbers because we're not experienced in the business aspect of things. 
So I never thought about that. I thought like, oh, you know, a few hundred dollars, you know, great. You're happy with it until you get on the business end of things. And when all the numbers are adding up or not adding up and you count all your business expenses and your monthly goals, your annual goal, and like the numbers aren't adding up, then you're like, oh, wait, I'm spending more than I'm making. Mm -hmm. When you think about it in a business perspective, then you're like, okay, this is what the numbers need to look like. Mm -hmm. And it puts everything in perspective. And a lot of artists aren't experienced in the business aspect of it. So that's why it's hard to see what numbers make sense and what numbers don't make sense. Mm, yes. Uh, do you know where to blame that at? What do you think? I blame <laughs> the beauty industry, like the beauty market is doing the job. I mean, they're doing his job. They're advertising on, you know, Instagram and, you know, makeup artists be bloating about like, girl, I just got this palette here and I just got this and that. And because they did a good job in the market. <laughs> And so I don't know, artists don't realize that why not do your own marketing too so that other brides can be like, yeah, I got makeup, by you know? So yeah. that's the type of energy you have to put out in marketing. Okay, that's a, like that's further down. But my point is, is that the money's going where? Our makeup kit. Yeah. <laughs> well, our focus is on the wrong things in the beginning when we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. And we all went through that. You know, we all had to go through that phase. Yeah, and then we still kind of do. We have to kind of you know a man don't feel good today i got my period let me just go to <laughs> camera ready cosmetics or like <laughs> you know but reality though like we don't need those makeup to attract high-end clients you know we don't need those extra concealers because we already have it in our kit you know yeah but i guess one of the things i want to talk about is like i noticed sometimes makeup artists be like oh i'm happy charging this amount it's fine and i think because we are feel guilty of not wanting more mm. or guilty of wanting more so we should be grateful. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, sometimes when you work a nine to five job, your paycheck is like $500, like $400 a week. And you think, oh, wow, I did this bride and I, you know, or person, I just made $200 and then I made another 200 Wow, that's amazing. And they think, oh, well, that's good money. But reality, see, when you work for a company, they pay for all, they pay for desk, they pay computer, like, you know, they got the customers, but we, we got to find those customers and we got like, the product get on the face, you know, like we don't count for all that. And yeah. so in reality, you're not getting that full $200, you know? And so I think what's holding us back is not feeling like feeling guilty for wanting more. And I think you just have to give yourself permission. Have you ever given yourself permission to wanting more? Like, do you have to go through that process? Can you share us a little bit more about that? If you've gone through it? Like, yeah. No, I think I definitely have. Okay. It was, I mean, again, it was like a huge mindset shift. Okay. I have to realize like it's okay for me to want more. And that's the only way. It's kind of like a block in your mindset. Mm -hmm. When you allow yourself to want more in life, you're blocking yourself from those blessings. Mm -hmm. But when once you like open up that block and you're like, you know what? I'm deserving. I deserve this. Yes, you do. And it's okay for me to have big dreams in life. It's okay for me to want this, this, and this. And once you open that up in your mindset, then you start to see that shift happening in your life too. Yes. Speaking about that, I remember we had talked about this. Like sometimes our family don't, they support. Okay, we get it. But what I'm saying is sometimes our family subconsciously don't support the artistry side because our artistry is kind of frowned upon. I mean, yeah. I was talking to another makeup artist 
who on the phone, and she was just telling me how her parents. She has a doctor's degree. Like I think she's an engineer, a doctor. She has a, a degree, and she had to leave the country just so that she can pursue her dream, which is to be a makeup artist. Oh wow! Yeah, and so and speaking about yours, obviously you don't have to do that. But can you share about your like your little story? Yeah, so it's hard being a creative. <laughs> Asian or South Asian. I know a lot of us can relate on that because we have different expectations that are put on us. And you know, our parents mean well, obviously. They just want the best for us. They came here to the States as immigrants and they had a very different idea, especially for their generation. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like we had to pave our own way and really prove ourselves to our parents that this is also like a valid career path and there is a lot of success in it. Yeah. And with Asian parents, like you kind of have to prove yourself to them so that they can see the vision. <laughs> yes. Like you have to really, I mean, it's a struggle in the beginning. Like it's really, really hard. You have to tr believe in yourself so much. You have to see the vision so clearly so that others around you can see it. And you have to stick through it. Like I went through so many stages throughout this journey where I thought to myself, should I just give up? Should I just get a quote-unquote normal job like every other brown person you know mm -hmm. literally till this day sometimes I get asked by elders or like a client's family member like oh so what's your real job <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry to disappoint this is actually <laughs> I do this full-time I have this you know <laughs> business owner so it's still a thing sometimes, yeah it's still there it's okay. You can't prove yourself to everybody and that's okay. I think once you grow and you become so confident in yourself and you see things happening for you, you see the success coming in for you, then you don't worry about all the noise around you. Mm -hmm. Then you're good. Yeah. Even Because reality, guys, I mean, reality is like you have to care what you think of yourself. Yeah. Because when you, you go to bed at night, who do you, <laughs> you have to go be able to go sleep at night. It's going to be you. Yeah. You really have to care about yourself. And what is it that you're doing to make you happy, not anyone else happy? Yeah. So can you share a little bit of your wins that, you know, that you felt like your family became full circle for you? Yeah, yeah. I had a major win during this program. I was able to book my highest paying package, which was around uh, $8,000. Oh, congratulations. I was so happy for you. Any, I mean, all because of you <laughs> not have been able to get to this place you know maybe like you know years later oh yeah. and it was really close to five figures and that was a really exciting moment yeah uh, yeah it was a huge moment it was a huge and, and then, yeah i'm sorry yeah and then they gave you hope like oh my gosh like this is true like it's happening like it makes sense now you know obviously there's a lot to grow and continue every single day but this is like it's happening a huge moment and within only like one or two months of being in the program and I love that you told me to celebrate that moment and you remember it was so hard for me <laughs> to celebrate I was like I don't know how to celebrate myself I really I don't I don't I just I keep it moving yeah why is that everyone I swear every single student have a hard time celebrating so it was really <laughs> uncomfortable and I was like I don't know what to do Jenny <laughs> 
But then I told my parents about it and they were like, wow, like this is amazing. And I was like, you know, Jenny wants me to celebrate. So we have to celebrate, guys. (laughs) So they were like, okay. And a few days go by and then my parents are like, hey, so we're going to take you to dinner. And I was like, really? For what? And they're like, well, hello, because like you got your highest paying client and, you know, we're so proud of you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) When my dad told me that he was proud of me. Yes, it's a big deal. And I'm crying right now. You should cry. I mean, I'll be crying, too, if I have my dad here. (laughs) Shoot, my dad would be so proud of me right now. But it's a huge moment, especially coming from your dad, you know? Yeah. And especially being a creative and making your parents proud, doing what you're doing, it's a huge moment. (laughs) It's huge because they validate it. And all that hard work of like trying to convince them for the last how many, 10 years, that's a long time. Yeah. And for him to like, okay, wow, I'm proud of you. And he acknowledged you and he celebrated you with that. You know, it warms your heart and it is a motivation to continue on. Yeah, it was a huge moment. I mean, they've been, I'm so thankful that they've been supportive like throughout this process, especially my mom. Like anytime she would meet somebody, she always carries on hand like a bunch of my business cards and like she'd be like, hey, my daughter's a makeup artist. Hey, my this. So they've been supportive. supportive. But it's like now it's like on a different level. Yes. They were almost like rooting for me, but like, you know, hoping for the best. But now they're seeing it. Yeah. You know, so it's like a different, it's a different level of feeling proud and like, okay, like she's good. She's taken care of, you know? Yeah. Because they, they want the best for you. And then I'm sure they're proud that, wow, she's actually taking it seriously and she take it to the next level. Like not everyone can take it to the next level. You know, everyone typically just take it to the bare minimum. Right. Know? And they know how talented you are and... And so you're able to do so. And all because you saw your vision. Yeah. Believed in yourself. Yeah. Speaking about that, you know, we spoke about you when, but let's kind of go back a little bit. Like when you started off in the very beginning, what kind of feelings you had when the time that I think I got on a call with you and it kind of told you about, you know, the investment, things like that. What was going on through your head so that other people can relate? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that call. I mean, initially, even before that, like how I even knew about your program was I saw a post of yours because I've been following you for ages. And so I saw a post of yours and it was about, I think you posted like how much you made in a month just from your bridal business. And I was just like, wait, and I was like, how do I get there? You know, what am I missing? Yeah, it was really hard for me to post that video. I was like, because I don't like to brag. And I was yeah. like, I should tell people, like, it was like 14K in one month. It was bridal. It wasn't from coaching. And yeah. Like, and I was like, what? And you saw that. Yeah. And I posted it because it's so important for us artists to see, you know, and I, I remember I DM'd you immediately and I was like, Jenny, help me. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, like, let's get on a call. And then we got on a call and you answered any questions that I had, any concerns that I had. And you talked about it and... I think, you know, aside from that post motivating me, you mentioned how you're very big on growing the mindset too, amongst like everything else. And that's something that really, really stood out to me because that's something that's really important to me because I believe that everything starts from your mindset. Yes. That I've always struggled with, you know, for 
so long. And I knew that that was like a major gap that I had. And initially, you know, just thinking about the investment too, I was a little bit hesitant, you know, like anybody would be. It is a big investment. But then I was like, you know what? I don't remember. I think you might have said this and you were like, you know, it takes money to make money. And I was like, that's so true. You know, like I am a business owner and as a business owner, that's just what comes with it. You have to invest first and then you start seeing success come in. Then you start seeing your financial goals come into fruition. And I just knew like just seeing you and all the success that you have and everything that you're doing, you're at the top of the game. And I was like, that's what I want. That's what I want to manifest. So I why would I not want to learn from the best, you know? And also nobody else is doing this. I haven't seen anybody else. I mean, we come across so many different master classes. I've taken a lot myself, but nobody teaches you like the business end of things. And that's like the main thing that's going to help you actually earn a living doing this. You know, like you practice your artistry as much as you want, but until you get the business aspect of it right, it's going to be so difficult to reach your financial goals. That's so and- all go through that. We all go through that struggle. I was stuck in that. I wasn't meeting my financial goals. And I know so many artists going through the same thing because we're stuck on not getting help. We're so stuck on saving our money, not investing. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it that we want to spend so much money on a makeup kit? (laughs) Why is that we don't spend so much money on a dang makeup kit, $500 on Sephora? Okay, I'm not getting Sephora, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you buy three things Sephora. I love Sephora. I go there all the time. But I'm talking about artist mentality. It's something messed up. It's because of the advertisement. But check me. If I have money to advertise all over the globe... I'm kidding. I would be on the beach right now. I'm kidding. But, like, if I had all the money to advertise, like, gym, Fenty Beauty and all that Super Bowl, then you won't have a business problem, right? Majority of people be like, oh, yeah, I should have, you know... <laughs> invest in my business you know but i think that's like part of the reason why like do you want to invest in your kid but then don't want to invest in your business i think because we entitled do you think we feel like do you have a sense of entitlement that clients should automatically pop in our chair i think it's just like i think a little bit of lack of awareness too and how much an investment can help your business in the long run maybe it's like we're more short-term minded than long-term minded ah term we want like all the good makeup palettes. We want all the stuff that we think is going to attract clients that we think is going to make our work look really, really good in the short term. You know, that's all short term stuff. But we forget to think long term. And that's Mm. an important part of being in a business. We have to think about the bigger picture. We have to think about long term, too. If that just comes from like over time, sometimes it takes time to shift that mindset. I see. So it takes a point when you get stuck like you're stuck you know you're doing yeah. so well and actually outside looking in we are doing so well but then you know you're meant for more and you're stuck and i want to talk about being stuck i want you guys to understand all you guys everybody i've been wanting to talk about this that being stuck is actually not a bad thing it's actually a good thing because that means you're growing because you, yeah. if you did not feel stuck then you can be all the rest with the mainstream because mostly mainstream are like are not stuck they're just like standing there <laughs> But to get to the top 5 to 10%, like, we feel stuck because we want to grow because we already went to a certain point, into a certain point, you know? Can we relate with that? Yeah, I actually even saw a TikTok recently (laughs) about this topic and feeling stuck and how it's actually a good thing. Yes. That's when 
you've kind of reached what you've been trying to reach and then now you're ready for the next level. That's when you know you're ready for the next level and that feeling of like being stuck is what's going to push you to level up basically. Yes. So that's a good thing, guys. So you feel stuck, you're not a loser. It just means you just, that's a sign for you to just get to the next level and start searching. Yeah, that's what happened for me. I felt stuck around like last September. And that's when I reached out to you. And four or five months later, now we're here. And like my growth has been massive from feeling stuck and that's what pushed me yeah speaking about that yeah because i think remember i was talking in september i was like well like what was your goal you know you told me well i want to you were wanting to get to you know be able to charge more get to the next level and i was saying like what if have they crossed your mind to think that what if i didn't invest in like in jenny's program and i continue on if I was still in the same spot that you were in January, because you felt the stuckness in, I think, in January, right? So January to September, I believe, you mm-hmm. felt like it then wasn't growing, right? Yeah, because like we had talked about, I was telling you about like my current packages at the time and starting left. It is. You know, I was annually increasing my rates. And so I had started my package at 750 and I was trying to be patient with it for about six, seven months. Well, that's a long time. Yeah, it's a good amount of time to kind of, you know, test it out, test the waters. And I just realized I wasn't booking enough. And so I started panicking around August. And then I basically, I went down. I took the bridal trial out of my package, kept that separate and kept my package at 550, I believe. And then if somebody wanted to book a bridal trial, that would be extra. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I had to do that because I started panicking and I didn't know how to confidently be able to charge that much. Yeah. And speaking about that, so having my support, how do you feel like being able to raise your prices? Because I think like a lot of us want to be able to raise prices and then we get scared. How do you feel to have support? I think yeah. people need to know, understand that feeling. Yeah, I used to get so scared trying to raise my rates, you know, like I've always undercharged and I would always have other bigger artists tell me like, why are you not charging anything? This is your value and you should be charging this much. And I would you like, are. I mean, you should. Yeah. And but at the time, I just my confidence level wasn't at that level. I felt scared. I was yeah. like, I want to book with me. And what contributes to the confidence level? What do you think that was missing that you thought that was missing that you uh, charged that much? Because you know your work was good. What was it? I mean, having support really helped. Having a mentor there by your side, validating your oh, and just everything that this program like has instilled in me, like all of the new knowledge that I gained, all of the new tools that I gained, every little thing contributed to the confidence that I have now. Mm-hmm. Confidence started very early on, like it didn't take long at all. Just a month or two in, you were telling me my cousin who also joined the program with you. Yes. When she, yeah. When she was on a call with you, she was telling you how she saw that confidence in me yes. and that wanted. And that was a big deal for me. You know, the fact that she saw that in me and I felt it in myself. But the fact when others start to see that in you, too, like that's when, you know, growth is really happening here. Yes, that's so true. But you know, outside looking in though, you look confident. And I think it's not just the confidence, I think it's clarity. Mm. Yeah, it's clarity. Because the reason why I know about this, because I was like, I was messaging makeup artists and I don't have a problem with confidence. Mm. Well, it's like, this is another word I have to use to talk to and makeup artists because a lot of them think they got confidence. So I think it's clarity. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I think the two kind of go hand in hand. Go hand in hand. Yeah. 
because clarity will make you more and more confident. You know, everyone has like a certain level of confidence, but to get to the next level, you need clarity to really confidence to get to where you want to be and charge what, you know, value is and not be afraid to do so. I mean, you started my packages out at 9.97, which I've never done before, but I no hesitation because I had your support, yeah. you know, but I have Jenny's support. Yes. And not just my support. I gave you what? All the tools to support that? Can you all hear about that? Yeah. Now have a brand new booking system through Dubsado. Everything is super organized, automated. Everything looks really professional. And brides even tell me that they're super impressed by everything that they're seeing on my social medias, my website, my inquiry forms, my packages, and just like the system, this booking system. They're like, wow, like you're really doing it big. Like everything looks so professional, like organized. You send emails out in a timely manner. And that's huge. It makes such a big impression on your clients so that they're also seeing the value they're seeing visually. And with every step of the way in the process, it's a long process, you know, the entire booking process and then working with them. So it just makes everything so seamless and organized. And they see that they see your value and then you start seeing your value. Yes. It builds your confidence. And you should be like, I'm worth it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So now you about the system. What else that you got value from the program that, that you can share? Honestly, it's like an endless list. I can go. <laughs> so many can share because like, people need to know. I know because we work hard and it's hard to like talk about it on social media because people get confused. But go ahead and like share. I mean, you got you have your whole team and like everybody working on all of the back end things for us, like our website, like my website looks amazing from a dead website with like two pages to so many amazing visuals and like everything that's really helpful for the client too to gain value. And every little thing inside of these things, like the booking system or my website, a bridal beauty guide, you know, tips to help brides prepare for their event, what to expect, all these little things matter. And even just aside from that, like I was also struggling with my social media pages mm. and with that. And that's something that I didn't even expect to happen. Yeah. Uh, Talk about that because you're a social media queen. Like, come on. <laughs> I share about that. Yeah. So I was kind of also like an influencer and then also doing my bridal business. So I had two different pages. Basically, I had my main page with my larger audience, which was my influencer page. And then it well, like, yeah, she had a pretty big audience on that. And she has a million subscriber on YouTube, guys. Well, not a million subscriber, million views yeah, on views. and like 60, 60,000 subscribers. That's a lot. I got 300 subscriber guys. So go <laughs> subscribe my YouTube channel. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> I'll say what? So yeah, so I had my influencer page and then I didn't want to mix my bridal clients with what I was doing. I just felt like it didn't make sense because they're two different content topics. Yeah, so you had two different Instagram accounts. One was Misha Artistry and one was me Misha Artistry Brides. Yes. Yes. So that's how she came in, guys. She had Misha Artistry and she had Misha Artistry Brides. So Misha Artistry was just the content on that page was mainly like fashion. And she did put on her bio, you know, like for brides go to, you know, or for bride go to Misha Artistry Brides. Yeah. On the other page. So the other page was all brides only. 
So when I talked to Misha about this, so you guys know I am a brand strategist too. That's another title. I know I have a lot of titles, guy, podcaster. I get overwhelmed when I hear like people like naming all the titles I have. I get so overwhelmed too. I'm like, dang, I do so much, but I love what I do. Okay. So anyways, but I was like, I'm a brand strategist and I know why people work with people based on the brand. So let's talk about that. So go ahead. So I remember it was one of our group coaching calls, I think like the first or second one that I joined and we talked about that. And you mentioned to me that my brand messaging, I guess, or like the image, my branding, basically the image that messaging and positioning, it was your positioning. Yeah. Messaging and positioning was unclear because I have these two separate pages and you advise that I kind of like merge the two or I kind of come over on my bigger platform. Because why though? Because the messaging needs to be... Well, your name was so similar. Yeah, that's what it was. The names were very similar. It was Misha Artistry and Misha Artistry Brides. And so that even further made it confusing and it just was unclear. And you also mentioned that it looked like I did bridal on the side. That influencing was my main thing. So now, no, like that's actually my side thing. And my bridal is like my main income. That's my main thing. And you're like, well, it's not clear. <laughs> so I was like, well, and I think you can tell that I was being very hesitant. Yeah. You know, mm, I, I get know. it. I get it. I was struggling. I was struggling with that thought because, you know, like I had built up this page for so long and I was doing this for so long. So I was like, I don't know how to make that switch. And you were like, okay. And you were being very patient with me. And you're like, okay, how about this? Why don't you take a survey, you know, pick like 10 to 15 people amongst your friends, family, your clients even, and just see like what they think of your looking at both pages, what message they're getting. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And so I did. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, half of the people are getting it. They're getting the message that I'm trying to portray and they're seeing it for what it is. But then I was like, wait, but half the people are kind of, you know, iffy about it. They're kind of confused. And I was like, okay, that's what Jenny meant. Jenny was right. So I was like, oh, she was right. <laughs> she made a good point because it's supposed to be clear. It shouldn't be confusing to anybody, you know, and that's what marketing is. It's supposed to be clear as day to the client what your messaging is. So I was like, okay, here's a gap that we need to overcome. And it literally just took me a day. It didn't take me very long. Like that very same evening, I was like, okay, you're right. I trust you. <laughs> And then you saw the difference. What difference did you saw from that? Because you could easily not listen and do what you did. But would you believe that it would like kind of conflict with like your positioning, your brand, your luxury brand as a bridal artist? Yeah, I had to realize that that it was getting in the way of that. And once I made the switch, it became more and more clear to me that it's becoming clear to everybody like this is my main thing and that I'm taking it seriously and I think that's the feedback that I was getting from my brides and from even like my family and friends that like oh she's taking this seriously and for me I was like well I already was taking it seriously but nobody would like something that you don't think about and that's something that you also mentioned is to never assume what the consumer is thinking. It has to be clear. And that's what I was doing. I was assuming like, of course, everyone thinks that I'm taking it seriously because I am. But once I made the switch, I was like, oh, now it makes sense. Mm. And so it a massive difference. Wow. So now that everyone takes you seriously, that means you can charge seriously. 
Yeah. But when people think like, oh, she's just doing it as a hobby or she's just doing it on the side, then they feel like, okay, well, I can ask for discounts or, oh, she's probably not charging much. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's really important to make your messaging and your positioning just very, very clear. Yes. So tell the- me, just skill set alone, do you think that it would cut it? Because there's a lot of makeup artists have good work. Yeah. There's a lot of talented people in any area, you know, whether it's artists, you make artistry or anything, but you can tell who's actually business savvy and who isn't mm-hmm. because the ones who are business savvy are getting ahead. Mm-hmm. And no matter how talented you are, you're going to get left behind because you don't know how to market yourself. You don't know how to brand yourself. I think a lot of us also don't even know what branding is, you know, and that's something that you taught me is that branding is the like it's on a subconscious level, something that's not even, you know, it's not a logo. Yeah, it is a logo, but it's not. It's so many things put together that are so it's not obvious all the time. Mm -mm. It's so many things that you don't think about. And as artists, we're so focused on what we're doing as artists, the artistry part of it. We don't think about all these little details that go into the branding that are going into our consumer's mind subconsciously. We don't think about it. So we need somebody else to come in and fill in those gaps for us. Yes. Thank you. So how can you share with the other artists out there that who think that they can try to figure this out? Okay, knowing everything that you just talked about, okay, you know what? I need to work on my branding. I, go, I need to work with what Misha just said. I got to work on my packages. I need to work on, you know, my website. I need to work on everything you know, I share, like my podcast. If an artist try to do it themselves and set on this path, baby step little by little, can you kind of share your experience on that and like how they can like start shifting the mindset so that they can meet their goal faster? Do you think that they can actually do this themselves? You can do it yourself, but it's going to are you willing to wait 10, 20 years to get to where you want to be? And maybe even not even do it well. I had that mindset myself for a long time. I mean, for almost a decade. And, you know, I got to a decent place, but I was still feeling stuck and I still couldn't level up the way that I wanted to, you know, and we can. Us artists, I feel like we also don't believe that we can get to a higher place, but we can. Yes okay to ask for help and it's okay to invest in yourself and not only is it going to be beneficial for you but i think we also don't realize how it looks to our consumer the, our client is going to appreciate that we're investing in ourselves mm. and that's only adding to our value yeah. we don't realize that it's actually adding to our value it's nothing to be ashamed about it's only helping you it's only helping you in the short term and the long term yeah, that's so true. And when you join the program, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of people in like in the group were like, "How is she in this? <laughs> How is she joined the program? She already has like fifteen thousand followers on her Instagram, and her work is amazing." Oh, because a lot of people think that my program is for beginner makeup artists. No, and that's yeah, because I'm getting messages. I don't need that skill set, or I don't need you know the passion part. All I need is marketing. Can you please share? Because I think there's a misconception about this. Yeah. No, I will tell you right now, it's not just for beginners. There's such value in this. There's so much to learn. I mean, even I think you even thought, I remember you even telling me like, oh, you probably don't really need the artistry aspect of it or like the VIP, the in-person, you know, training. 
But I was like, no, I feel like I can benefit so much. And even going through like you offer us so many videos to watch, like from every little step of the way, hygiene and like everything, everything that we need to know. And I mean, I thought I knew a lot, but I still gained so much new knowledge that I'd expect to learn, but I did. Is it like practical knowledge though? It's not just knowledge. It's practical application knowledge to your clients. Yeah. And I mean, I practice these. I mean, I learned new techniques that I practice on my clients now. I learned about new even tools that you use. I mean, you tell us like everything that you use personally. And that also helped me like, for example, and even like you provide for us like an entire kit, which was super helpful, a teasing comb that was in there. <laughs> I ever thought I didn't know I needed a new teasing comb until I that. And I realized how trash my teasing comb was and how hard I was having to work on back combing. And the one that you offered was just so simple. And now like I do it much quicker. It's actually, you know, adding volume and not just going flat. So things that I didn't even back to gain, I gained. You wow. know, so like you are working smarter, not harder, even the skill set. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's what I wanted to know because I knew like, yeah, I can get to the result that I want to get to. But I want to know if there's a process that works easier. Mm. I can manage my time more efficiently, how I can work smarter, not harder, new techniques that I can learn for, you know, anything. I mean, even like eyeliner. I honestly, that's something that I just don't like doing. I don't like doing eyeliner, but you provided such a helpful way to apply eyeliner. Just every little thing is actually so helpful to learn. Yeah, it's still helpful. Even if you think you know what you're doing, there's always something new to learn. And I learned a lot of new things from you. Thank you. So for those who already know their skills, they already have portfolio, and all you want is marketing, what can you share with them? Because I do provide marketing. I provide SEO, guys. You forgot SEO? You get clients and you know your ranking. Share about, I mean, there's so many things. Oh my gosh. It's so many things that you remember. I felt so overwhelmed half the time because it's just so much to gain. And I was like, I don't know where to start. But it also helped knowing that you and your team were also working on the back end of things while I got to focus on, you know, my part of it. And artistry and business, it goes hand in hand. You have to do both. And as artists, you can never... No matter how professional you think you are, no matter how talented you think you are. I mean, even like celebrities or big singers like Ariana Grande, I bet who is still, you know, still has a vocal coach. Nope. No matter how far you think you've come, you have to keep working at your skill set. Skill set is still important. And what is the skill set, guys? It's not just makeup and hair. Everything. Everything. And we don't think about it, but that's where you come in and you're literally like a three-in-one. You're a business consultant, you're a coach, you're a mentor. I'm a therapist. <laughs> Look, I, there. I mean, I was telling Jenny, I was like, you've been more helpful to me than therapist. <laughs> Sorry to my therapist, but I was like, Jenny, you've literally been helping me more than my more than my therapist yeah i remember you left me a voicemail you're like oh my gosh because i remember it's just sharing you some tips on what to take you know and then you're like oh my gosh i feel so good it was such a sincere note that voice note that you sent to me 
It was like right after I was doing my wedding. And I was like, you know, like I worked so hard and like taking care of my bride, taking care of you guys. And it's just like when I hear like messages like from you guys sharing how grateful you are about the little things. It's not even about the big, it's like the little things that, you know, it just made me feel so happy that I'm making an impact on just not the artistry side, it's really the mental health. Because I'm such an advocate of mental health. If you guys don't follow me on J Tory Fit, it's a private page, but like I do share a lot of love, practical tips on there that can make a difference. In reality, being a boss, you really have to take care of your mental health. And that's, I honestly feel like the reason why I'm successful today is not just because I'm business and it's because of how I, I'm a mental advocate. I care about my mental health. I'm very working on my personal development. Personal development is like the, foundation of having a successful sustainable business i don't talk about it too much because the people that care about marketing business don't care about mindset <laughs> so like i have to be you know cherry pick about my topics because i know that my audience maybe not care about that too much but that's why i have a little other page i talk about that one it's crazy how i have so many different pages i feel like i'm not bipolar guys but like they i feel like i have multi-personality everywhere and we shy enough <laughs> how do you feel about that like dang gd happens to Come off J Toy Fit with no makeup, like talking about her rash on her skin. And next day I'm talking about boss page on this. <laughs> so amazing. And I'm I honestly I aspire I aspire to be Jenny because you wear so many different hats. And not only that, you're a wife, you're a mom, and then you're wearing so many other hats. And I'm like, that's so amazing to me. You know? And we and struggle with like ADD too. And I'm like, how do I I was like, I know we both struggle with ADD, so I'm like, ADHD. I get so overwhelmed with like, I can't multitask. So how do you multitask the way you do? I don't think I'm multitask. I just like, okay, I do this because I'm all here, right? So I'm not looking at my phone, I'm like looking at you. And then the next, I uh, shift quickly. Okay. And I think about this, like, oh, I'm taking this like drink here. Let me share it. My, this is a good tip. <laughs> so I talk like, let me share it. So everything I do, you just share and document. I try to like, I don't think about how I don't plan my day or I don't plan like what to share. I just in the moment I share. And I think that sharing is caring. That's like my mentality. Like, yeah. Caring. So I think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. I was like, oh, I'm like different personality everywhere. Like you tasking, but like it's like juggling. You're able to juggle really well all these different things. Yeah, not too well. But I think it's because I come from a place that if I messed up, oh, well, you know, like because everyone knows like, yeah, everything that Ginny puts out is very good. Like I'm very picky what I put out. But when I come in my stories and the, the place of the lives of my stories, I'm pretty much authentic. But anything that's permanent, I make sure that it's good to go, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. But if it's like live or like if it's like a story or Snapchat, it can be like random because, you know, being random is something that I'm just random. I love being random and I don't care. And a lot of people look down on that, but I come from a place like I'm in the moment. So in the moment it comes with randomness, you know, like, oh, I just and I'm OK with that. And I think a lot of people are afraid to like show their randomness or their insecurity part. And I don't mind sharing my insecurity mm -hmm. on my lowest point. I think that's what it is. A lot of people don't like to show the lowest point. And I don't mind sharing my lowest point because I know I can go high. Does that make yeah. sense? Because I have a lot of high I can share. But mm -hmm. my low point I can share too. Why not? Because I think allowing people to come and join your journey. I don't come from like allow people to come and journey. Like whoever wants to join, they can. But I'm in it for me. Like I'm not in it for me. I'm in it in a place where like I want to validate my own thoughts I don't need anyone else to validate me so I was like you know what I want to talk about this because this is happening right now and maybe someone else can benefit from it 
you know how that pivot that I just did two months? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, did that kind of help you solidify that lesson? Kind of helped you a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I think that it kind of teaches us like it's okay to pivot, and you say that a lot. You know, it's okay to pivot. Yeah, and you won't know until you, you try it. You did. You went for it, and you kind of you still gain from it. It's not like you lost anything, right? No, you know, but I hope that. My pivot going somewhere outside the beauty space made you guys not take your beauty gift for granted. You know, your bridal gift. Does it make sense? Your ideal client for, for granted. Mm, yeah, I think that's the shift you had, right? Like you kind of came back to your ideal client. Yeah, back to you guys. Like niching down. Yeah, and you have to bridal. Niching down and how important that is. Yes, because I remember niching to bridal artists. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just talk about to all experts. It doesn't have to be all, all service providers. And I went for it. Like I literally talked to like you know a lot of pe- experts. And I realized it's a rough business world out there. Yeah, it's not actually not easy. Well, yeah. nothing's easy. But I thought for some reason in my head I was thinking the grass is green on the other side, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't anyway. So that's why I hope that taught you. Like you know what? I'm thankful for my bridal niche because you kind of did that before. You were doing influencer. Mm, I, yeah. Okay, maybe you did learn from my lesson because you already did that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I kind of went through the same thing. But you did, yeah. Yeah, and I had to need down. And I think we both had that realization where this is more beneficial. Like, this is our calling. This is what we're an expert in. Yes, and we can get paid for it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm so thankful for you, Misha, for trusting me. And I'm super excited to have you on board to like you're part of the membership now. So what you can continue getting, you know, can you share about that? Yeah. So I just joined this monthly membership where you are still taking care of like my search engine optimization. And we're going to still have our monthly coaching calls, which I'm super thankful for, because that's another thing that I really enjoyed about the program is the coaching calls, like the group coaching calls and then our one on one, because it is really helpful just being able to talk to you, talking through everything and something. Another thing that I gained from our coaching calls is just like, I feel like at this point, after talking to you so much, I feel like your voice is almost like in my head Mm. where I'm like doing something. If I'm talking to a client, if I'm trying to problem solve, I always think like, what would Jenny do in this situation? What would Jenny say? How would Jenny word this? How would Jenny figure this out? Mm. And I don't have to, you know, question myself. And I'm like, this is what Jenny would do. And I just do it. And that also added to my confidence. And I never thought about that, you know, going into the program. But it's so helpful. It's been so helpful. That's so awesome. So do you recommend this program to any artist, any level from like one year or zero to like 20 years? Yeah. And it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you're just starting out or if you've been doing this for a decade like I have, my cousin also joined i recommended this to my cousin who was brand new like she just worked makeup stores before but she hasn't had a bridal business you know so she's starting from scratch and i was telling her about it i had a conversation with her and she was telling me how you know she's working at target she's a manager and she was like you know what i don't want to do this forever i was like okay i know you've had this you know makeup artist dream so is that still your dream and she was like yeah you know i've been thinking about taking it more seriously and I've been thinking about beauty school and I was like okay beauty school so do you want to are you interested in like haircut and color and she was like no not really I want to be a makeup artist like you are and I was like okay then you don't want beauty school that's not what I 
been for you because that's more like haircut and color, like cosmetology. And so then I told her about you and your program. And I was only like a month or two in at that point. But I was like, I've already gained so much. And if you're serious about this, this is what I would recommend because I wish when I was first starting out that I had this opportunity and I didn't have to go like a decade trying to do it on my own, trying to figure it out. And you can literally, Jenny will turn you into a bridal artist within four months. Yes. Full artist within four months. And with all the systems, website, be respected and value in the market. And yeah, you have everything. Yeah. So she was super inspired by that. And she called you immediately. And I think she also that's when I was talking about it. That's when she also got to see like how my confidence level changed. You know, she saw that change in me. Yes. And I honestly, I was almost feeling like a little bit jealous. Like, wow, like you could literally be a whole artist within four months. <laughs> laid out for you. Like I had to struggle, but like, I'm so happy that she went for it and she's taking risky. Yeah, and you see, like, I actually handhold her and help her create her Instagram page. Yeah, she didn't have an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Started that from scratch. You shouldn't website. <laughs> like, you know, she's starting everything from scratch. And she's going to have everything laid out for her, which is amazing. Yeah, so, and if even, guys, if you know you have everything, just, like, being around mm-hmm. someone who's already ahead of you and being fast-forward your present to future in a short period of time, you guys have to value time over like investment because your investment will pay off. It's going to come back. And plus, it's a business write-off. I think about it, you know, <laughs> this is write-off, guys. So it's like invest in yourself, you know? Yeah. So I'm super excited to continue this journey with you. I did not want to let go of those coaching calls and like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to be really bad about having to let go, but I don't have to. You know, so. I'm so happy that I kept that, you know, the membership there because I know like for me to continue on with any coaches, I have to pay 2K <laughs> and that doesn't come with SEO. <laughs> it don't come no support with nothing else, but just like just talking. So it was like, I know about the coaching space, guys, but I'm providing more than what a normal coach would, would you know? So and so I'm happy that you see my value. And that being around someone who is, you know, working to aspire for more will only bring you up too. Because guys, if you're alone and don't really have like a mentor, just having access to someone who is higher or is working toward a goal, then you honestly, you're going to be with the rest. Yeah. And the rest is like everyone else, like who is not striving for more. And then because basically you become your sponge to your surrounding. So if you don't have that support or any type of access, then you're going to be lost. Like even for my, I'm so thankful I have like my coach since December. Yeah, I think November, December, January, February is coming up to end another month. And I'm like, man, <laughs> but yeah, like just having that support to be during that pivot. And now that I'm at now, I feel really good. But like, I just want to be around like-minded and even higher to grow because I promise you, that itself is a return on investment into your business, into your, and Misha, she sees that, she sees that value. And I hope that you guys see it too and invest in yourself in your business. Yeah, you are who you surround yourself with. So who you surround yourself with, who you talk to about business and everything, it's going to impact you. It's going to impact your mindset. It's going to impact your business. 100%. So again, would you recommend this program to any other makeup artist out there who is striving to have a business or have a business? 100%. I mean, I already do. You know that. I recommend this. Stay recommending it to all the artists around me. I recommended it to two that 
ended up joining your program. So I know. Yeah. Think about Naja. You hear her always talking about, I'm so thankful for Misha. <laughs> Do you hear her? She's always <laughs> saying that. Yeah. I mean, Sahar and Naja, they're so happy. They're so excited for this and like all the changes that are coming in and their business is growing. Like so excited for them. Yeah. And they thank you for pushing them to enroll to the program. So I just think that's like super amazing. So how does that make you feel like, wow, because, you know, recommendation is a big deal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it makes me feel really good that I could help them. I think a lot of artists, fellow artists know this about me. I'm super into helping everyone out. I think everyone deserves a seat at the table. And I love supporting artists any way that I can help them. And because I wish that I had that, you know, the help. Yeah. But how do you feel? about how other makeup artists wanting help from another makeup artist and not getting help, you know, like kind of feeling like, oh, she can help me. Oh, like when artists don't want to help somebody out or not don't want to, but they can't. I mean, how can and they feel like, well, it's competitive, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, when you're talking to other artists, yeah, I think especially at least in the Dallas community, I don't know about other communities, but we are for the most part, I think, helpful and we like to give advice and we kind of refer clients to each other. But it's like we can only do so much Mm -hmm. because there's so much that goes into a business and we're so busy, like handling our own business that we can't we can, you know, I like to give advice and stuff, but I can only do so much for you, you know? So that's why I always refer artists to you because you already have this program set up and you have a team and you're working on everything, every little detail that goes into a business. So you are going to be more helpful to an artist than I am, you know, and I do help a lot. But even with me giving the advice that I do, free advice, (laughs) you offer way more than I could ever offer anybody. Yes. Yeah. So you're able to implement and not overthink because a lot of us, we overthink, right? So and when you overthink, then you get nothing done. So I want you guys to like understand like, yes, you can ask for advice. I mean, not just Misha, but like for makeup artists. But I want you guys to understand that it's not their responsibility to grow your business. Yeah, that's my point. You know, like sometimes you rely on other makeup artists to be like and hurt, but hurt that, oh, my gosh, this is competitive now. But that's not the case. It's just people are busy and then you have to invest just yeah you just have to invest and i promise you you'd be like oh my gosh you know like even nausea like oh my gosh i'm so thankful like i can't believe i'm getting all of this because honestly when she came into the program she only thought she's gonna learn like he thought she would only learn hair i don't know why because i think that was her concern uh when she came in she's like oh my god i'm gonna get all of this i got a website that's when she was like oh my gosh the value came in yeah i think she didn't realize everything benefiting from going into it And I think all of us, like we have this idea, like, yeah, we're going to, you know, get this and this benefit. But once we're actually into the program, we're like, whoa, it's a lot. Like you're offering us so much than we even imagined that you would be offering us. And I mean, we're so thankful. We're so thankful for you. No, thank you. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you so much for joining today and sharing with the listeners, all you guys, all makeup artists, even business owners, anyone who are in the luxury market or trying to grow the business. So I hope that Misha's story, sharing her story will help you to inspire you to continue pushing forward, no matter if you've been doing it for a decade or just keep at it. And if you need help, you guys know where I'm at, you know, send me a DM, jennytory.co, send me a message. I'll be more than happy to speak with you, talk to you, help you to maybe I can perhaps give you some strategies. If we can work together, not a problem, but at least give the opportunity to just 
book a call with me and let me know that you listened to this call with Misha too. And if you did, make sure you let me know. And then don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're at right now. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode like I did. If you love it, please do me a favor. Rate and subscribe and share your story. Tag me on IG, ginnytory.ceo. Keep pushing forward with grit and grace and never stop believing yourself. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care.